You know, I kind of am more of a little bit of the at a time kind of person because <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Like I don't. Like sometimes they're like, oh, this is this kind and this strain of blah, 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 blah. And I sometimes, I don't want it to be like one I don't like. Okay. Yeah. You need so to go with me... like what you're in the mood for that day. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, really I go for what's on sale. Oh, I didn't even know they had sales. Yeah, try to get rid of some stuff, you know, get into stuff in whatevs or when it's like That's just down so to like funny. a little bit left. You even and, bargain uh, shop at the dispensary. Oh, Susie, <laughs> where do I not bargain shop? <laughs> That's so great. Where? Never. Yeah. No, now this confirms it really is everywhere. Everywhere. She wants a deal. Yeah. I'm trying to think <laughs> where I wouldn't bargain shop. No, it's like everything. What else? So, <sighs> yeah. Plus, so, if you get the kind that's like a little, like not as good, then it's less strong. And you like can actually function and be a normal human and not like a couch potato. Right. I don't need that. Yeah. Right. Right. So how sober Susie over there? <laughs> I mean, just sobs. Uh, <laughs> we're doing well. This is... um. You know, end of school time. Ooh, fun. Pretty exciting. Um, I mean... Is Lincoln one of those kids is like, get me out of the classroom, I need it to be summer? Yeah. Yeah, he Who, is... What a kid is He is so ready. I'm just so proud of him. Straight A's. <gasps> I know. Oh, my <laughs> Round of goodness. applause for Lincoln Butler. That was amazing. Yeah, well, it really is, though, because, you know, he has it, dyslexia uh, and ADHD, and he yes. really has struggled over the years, so this is wonderful news. Oh, my gosh. And I, I say it all comes well, down to, like, his celebrate Lincoln. team, his teachers and other people that help him at the school. It's and really his parents. Well, <laughs> well, but Hello. the thing is, he's had the same parents the whole time, but he is <laughs> even when he was struggling. And what made the difference was this new school when we moved back oh. to Pittsburgh. So I am thankful to all the teachers out there who I don't know how you guys do it. It's, They're the best. It feels miraculous to me. Yeah. Really? When you get a good one, it does. It feels like, wow. They have like, it's a superpower to me. It is because I don't really have, do have it. And they like to be a teacher right now, mm-hmm. and to still show up and do what you do to make that kind of difference and help a kid every day like that. Yeah, and they're I like, mean, listen, forget about the stupid <sighs> ass like teacher appreciation week. What we want is better pay. Beep, beep, right. beep. Like let's let's vote accordingly to make sure that they yeah. are getting what they oh my need. God. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Like, anyway, so yeah, summer's upon us. It's a very happy time. And uh, yeah, so that's what's going on around here. <clears throat> Yay! What about you? Oh, I am enjoying summer in Colorado and camping like crazy. I did my first tent camping, like car tent camping trip. Yes. That was so fun. Yeah. I saw this. like the best. I saw the monstrosity on Instagram and I (laughs) took a screenshot and I just said, I need to just say to her (laughs) that has she heard of houses? (laughs) (laughs) Because... Like at a certain point, it's like literally that's why we have houses. No way. You get to go. Okay. This was the coolest. Yeah. There there are – camping in Colorado is totally different than California. Mm-hmm. California is like here's your campsite. Here's your 20 available sites. Mm-hmm. They're all going to like be right next to each other. You're going to hear everybody snoring in the Ew. whole campsite. No. You're going to like be sharing the same bathroom. It's all like facility, blah, blah, blah. And in Colorado, it's like you got a car that can get there. <laughs> Go wherever the fuck you want. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a free-for-all. And it's the best. It's total Mm free-for-all in certain areas. And so you – and the only way you can get there is with a a four-wheel drive, like, off-road vehicle. Mm -hmm. And, like, can't take trailers out there. We're going through, like, creeks and up these, like, rocky climbs. I felt like a kid at Disneyland. Like, it was so – Fun. I've never done any of that before. And so you get to these locations where we are waking up in the morning to this view of like snow capped mountains over the valley, like all covered in green. Like it is gorgeous. I can't get that view out of my townhouse. (laughs) Come on. No, it does sound very, very lovely for you. So the house comes with you and it no joke takes like four minutes to set up. Wow. It's no, like an accordion. Yeah, it's just like, like and then you like, really? It's, and it's fun to do. And it's got like a little like telescopic like ladder that you pull down. It's so fun. Oh, my God. I was in seventh heaven. And you know what I loved? When I posted a picture of that on Instagram, people were like, oh, you got a new truck? So cool. I love that people think that, that is, they, when they see that truck, they're like, yeah, Sarah would probably get that. <laughs> yes. This is the reputation I am going for. Mm-hmm. Woo. Wow. Outdoor adventure. Amazing. Queen. <laughs> so fun. Good. I'm glad you had a nice time. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Let's get brainy or whatever. Let's get brainy. Okay. First, I wanted to talk about how I had watched – I had saw that the Ricky Gervais comedy special was trending on oh, Twitter yes. because he, as he is wont to do, he, um, you know, did jokes about trans people on his new special – Mm-hmm. So I chose to watch it, which I'm always like hesitant to do because I don't want Netflix to think like, wow, everyone loves trans jokes. But I wanted to see 
you know, what it was and whether it was funny or not. <clears throat> yeah. And because, you know, my policy, any joke is if fine it's, if, it's yep. funny, if it's funny. Yeah. Okay. So I watched it. I was not impressed. And um, I it was both like offensive, but also mm. not funny. And um, so it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know how Ricky Gervais's whole thing is just like that laugh that he does with those teeth. And yes. Like, nobody thinks Ricky Gervais is as funny as Ricky Gervais thinks Ricky Gervais is funny. 100%. Right. So, like, he gets a a lot of the laughter from doing that, which is kind of like on SNL when they break and you then start laughing and then you laugh because they're laughing. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Um. So, it's like, yep. that. okay. So, I watched it and I was like, oh, yay. This was not great. But then I watched a, it was a, the Joe Coy special from two years ago that I hadn't seen before. And um, Joe Coy is, if you're not familiar, he's Filipino, half mm-hmm. Filipino. And um, it was so tremendous and his talent was so apparent and remarkable. Like when you're watching, yeah. you just think, how is he? How? Let, let me tell you. Okay. So when I watched Ricky Gervais, my instinct is always like, I could do this. Like I... I've uh-huh. got to get back on stage. This is so, like, this is ridiculous. Like, I could do that. Right. Anybody could do this. Yeah, yeah. But when I watch Joe Coy, I'm like, I'm never doing stand up. Like, okay. the amount of talent, real talent. that he has yes. is, is just remarkable. And because he is Filipino, he does all kinds of jokes about various um, Asian accents and stuff, mm-hmm. which he's mm-hmm. allowed to do. <laughs> totally. And are very funny and in good spirit and all the Asian people in the audience are enjoying it because um, he f- did it in um, Hawaii. So there's a lot of people mm-hmm. in Hawaii who ha- are from Asian descent. And it was just a joy to watch. And it was just like all these old, white, straight, cis comics, yeah. these men, yeah. like... Yeah. They mm-hmm. they are trying to make a- entire comedy acts whining about basically the feeling of like when you are privileged, you think that equality is oppression. Yep. And I so, think about that all the time. Yeah, they feel oppressed and it is ridiculous. They're just whiny babies on stage now. Whiny babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would just encourage everyone to watch the Joe Coy special if you haven't seen it. It's very, very funny. And he's yeah. truly talented. And is is Ricky Gervais? Do you think some of these comedians is he like? Is it lazy comedy? I think so. I think so too. I'm That's sure he was like. clever at one time, and then got really successful, and didn't and started phoning it in. For, yeah, and then yeah, that's when it. you're phoning it in, it's real easy to punch down at women totally. and gay people and trans folks, and you know. That's what it seems like. Yeah, happened. the combo of phoning it in and having a little bit of a chip on your shoulder about, like, feeling like exactly what you said. Like the people who the equality feels like, yeah, them taking power away from you or whatever. Yeah. What like, did you say? You said it so much better. Tell me how you <laughs> when said you're it. privileged. Okay. Equality feels like oppression. Thank you. That. I really do feel that, and and they're just sort of like, wait, I used to be able to make fun of anybody, and nobody minded. Why can't I still do that? Wah, <laughs> wah. <laughs> yeah, and again, when it's not funny, right? Sorry, right? Bye. Yeah. So shut up. Okay. Um, but so I didn't love that. But what I do love is um, Everly Well, 
Oh, I got my test right here, Suze. Tell me. I'm holding it. Food sensitivity test. This is exciting. Oh, man. Oh, I haven't even taken it yet. Today. Oh, yeah. oh, I see what you're saying. I thought we were no, going to get no. the results, the unveiling. No, I have oh, it right here. Great. So easy. Okay. Yeah. It just arrived. I'm so excited because you've been talking about it like yes. a million years. Yes. And so like, oh my gosh, this is super easy. Yeah, I'm really into it. They have um like they have a uh women's health test as well. The the like she said the food sensitivity test. Um and it's just like oh, so easy and then you get these results that inform you on maybe what you should and shouldn't eat um and what things maybe to avoid. It's just real handy and so simple and affordable. You just like Sarah said, you just get the test at home, send it back in and then you get your results in like 3 seconds. Um, I loved it. And then for our listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off at uh, an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash brain candy. That's everlywell.com slash brain candy for 20% off your next at-home lab test, everlywell.com slash brain candy. And I learned I am sensitive to pineapple on mine. Yes. Good to, good to yeah. know. Yeah. You just scan the little code, register the kit, boop, poke the finger, yeah. send it away. And then results. I know. Two seconds. Yeah. You'll love it. That's it. Okay. Um, And then just keeping on my little comedy theme, I also watched the George Carlin documentary, which was great. Oh, how was that? That's on HBO. Um, That was really fun because it's always great when you get to see a legendary comic and then hear what made them amazing because after all these years – you know, we've all seen his jokes and his little clips of his act or at least who, you know, people he's influenced mm-hmm. to do similar things. And so it's just fun to hear why this was unusual at the time because he started as oh, a yeah, pretty straight comic. Like he was pretty, you know, typical. And then at a certain point, he really tapped into wanting to go against the system. And, and that to me is what really cool comedy does is like point out stuff that we all just take for granted as the norm and them saying like why why is this how it is and he's a sally rice favorite is he oh yes go against the system okay that makes sense that's her middle name well and his most famous bit is the seven words you're not allowed to say on television i'm sure Mm -hmm. have you seen this and he would... I don't think so. I don't think I've seen a lot of his stuff. Okay. Well, he... I'm going to have to go back and watch. Yeah, because he was pointing out sort of kind of like the hypocrisy of like you can say certain words some of the time and certain contexts on television. You know, for instance, the word ass, you could say mm-hmm. if you were referring to a donkey or, you know, things like... Or certain ways that you say it is fine, but if you say like asshole, you're not allowed... And how arbitrary it can be. Totally. And so he like slowly builds this momentum and then eventually he lets it rip and he just says, shit, piss, fuck, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. And those are the seven Ah, I have heard that all together. You cannot say on television. That is funny. It's the way he builds up to it. And everyone knows knows it's coming because it's a famous (laughs) act, but, you know, eventually. And so... He became kind of like obsessed with words and the ways Uh that words have got – certain words have all this power and who decides that and why does it matter? And and so the documentary was really 
fascinating on how his career changed over time. So that was really good. You could watch that if you're interested. Who do you think your favorite comedian of all time is? It used to be Brian Regan. Oh. But then, like, he started just doing the same bit every time. I couldn't even watch the last special. I hate when they do that. Yeah, like, I think... So I felt Dane Cook did the same thing. A lot of people just, like, they, they... do the yeah, same thing. They settle then... into it. Yeah. That's a really hard question for me to answer. I'm going to think on that. Like if I had yeah. to choose one ultimate one. We should ask yeah. our uh, listeners too because. For sure. Because <gasps> then maybe we can discover some new ones. Yeah. Guys, Do let you us have know. Like, oh, one that's your all-time favorite? You know, I didn't until I asked this question and now I do. Tig Notaro, hands down. Oh. Oh, that's a good choice. Nobody, I went to see her, and I la- I was laughing so hard at parts where, no, like, she wasn't even doing anything funny, but I just knew it was coming. And, like, I believe that somebody, like, there was even a moment where, where like, she was, like, made a comment about it. And I was like, oh, I can't help it. Like, I was so laugh. I could not stop. She's so funny. Yeah. Like, certain people, way, it doesn't even matter delivery, what they say. It's like the it way It doesn't. She it. could stand there and look at, at me or like, and just hold the microphone. And I'd be like, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I love this bit. Because <laughs> it's, it's the uncomfortable. She's the queen of awkward pause. The awkward pause. And, like, holding that space air, yeah. for... The dead air and like, oh, and when she did the topless special, the Tignataro uh, live, not live, but live. Mm -hmm. And uh, then she did the special where she took her top off after she had a double mastectomy. Mm -hmm. And you, she finished the set topless Mm -hmm. and you don't even notice it. You it's not part of the thing. It's so to do that. Come on. Come on. That's the best. You know, I, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I'll be like, you know what? It's Bob Newhart. My favorite's Bob Newhart. And then I'm like, no, <gasps> oh. it's Jerry Seinfeld. And then I'm just <gasps> oh, like, no. I forgot about both of those it's people. It's Bill Like, every time I, I could, it's really hard to choose. It's so hard to choose. Yeah. But yeah. most people think Jerry is the the goat. Yeah. Or at least Jerry does. Because he could take something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he basically says that. Because you could take he takes something completely mundane and makes it funny. Well, and he's very um, committed to sort of the science of like every word ah, has to be exact. Yes, yes. and he, the science of the yeah, job. every single word is intentional. Whereas mm-hmm. other people are more you know freewheeling. So mm-hmm. I guess it just depends on what you want. It's all subjective. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's fun to learn the history and you know. In the George Carlin documentary, they were saying, I forget who it was, but, oh, it was Chris Rock. He said, well, comedians are like the modern day philosophers, which is, you know, funny because there actually are modern day philosophers, but (laughs) like just just saying that's a fair point, like that they sort of point out stuff that most people don't see. But then they cut to Jerry Seinfeld and he's like, all right, fine. If you want us to be philosophers... But I've never changed my opinion about anything because a comedian has done a bit. But the only thing that's changed is my opinion of that comedian. So he's more like, we're not that important. It's all just jokes. It's all just jokes. 
So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that they're Interesting. sort of like important philosophers or do you just think yes, it's I just do. comedy? I do think they're important. I think that comedians help to push forward change. Mm-hmm. Because if you can make, in the same way, I think The Simpsons and Family Guy did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Which, which and that that when you can make something normalized through humor, it's like an uh, it's a it's a the access like the 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 door to. It makes that subject matter more approachable. Mm-hmm. It makes that it, when you can laugh about it, when you can find humor in it, it it makes it so we can then begin a conversation about it in a different way. I think you know, and I think when um, you know, I can remember on Family Guy there were scenes. I don't, I don't know why this stands out in my mind, but I remember like being like annoyed with the show Family Guy, but then recognizing how sometimes when they would talk about you know like gay characters or they would just have characters on there that mm-hmm. were different or like whatever it was it normalized it i remember thinking as a like younger kid like wow this really normalizes this like you know people my age are watching this and maybe their parents are like have have different opinions but when they see this and they laugh at it on family guy and it's like normalized here then it's easier for them to like accept it and things to be normalized in the rest like out in the real world. Mm-hmm. And and so I I think comedy can do that. Comedy yeah. can help us laugh about things that are maybe really sensitive subjects or things that, you know, like are important to talk about and then you can talk about them through humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I like something to that. think about. Yeah. Emily. Like, oh my gosh. Like, what's her name? Beth uh, Sailings? I think her last name Mm -hmm. is. She's so funny. But she does this great joke about, like, anytime she says the word rape, she does it with a Scottish accent. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it's so funny. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, it's less offensive when you say a rape. (laughs) That is so good because then it, like, softens how you talk about it and then she says it so you can, like, it it introduces that topic in a way that we're like, okay, like, it takes away, eases some of the tension around very sensitive topics. Yeah, right. I like that. Yay, comedy. (laughs) Yay, comedy, except for (laughs) transphobes who suck. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Emily Lewis. Yeah, uh, oh, one more okay. thing. You can't be doing, you can't be doing, like, you can't be doing that thing where you're like, I don't like it, like, like Ricky Gervais is doing. Well, that's that's not I'm pushing saying. forward change. That's the opposite. Well, that's why people say it's punching down because it's just like, that's it. you're not the person. I, I would love to see a trans comedian do jokes about being trans. That oh, would be fantastic. I would love this. This ha- this has to be, and that's thing. why what I felt when I watched Joe Coy. I loved hearing his yes. point of view about his own ethnic heritage. That's fun mm-hmm. and right. not offensive. But if Correct. Ricky Gervais did a Filipino accent, <laughs> that's gross. Gross. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I'll tell you what's not gross. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ritual. Plant Get your based, vitamins in. Plant based protein powder. Hello. Mm-hmm. Rituals oh, Essential yeah. Protein, delicious, very yummy uh, vanilla flavor, 
And super convenient, just, you know, pop it in there, right? Have a shake before you work out, maybe, or if you just want to have it for brekkie. I think it's I like a it right option. before dinner. Or not right, not right before dinner. Don't do that. You will not be hungry for dinner. Uh, right before bed. Ooh. Protein before bed, it really helps me. Really? And my, uh-huh, well, you... I sleep better. I I absorb more of it. I don't know. That was what well, when you I have had somebody... that problem where you like eat in your sleep. Oh yes, <laughs> it curves my my midnight appetite. <laughs> right. A hundred percent, Susie. Appetite. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah will like eat without knowing it, and then she'll go out in the morning, and there'll be just like peanut butter out. Yes. Um, so it. hopefully, if you have that problem, maybe you should try the old ritual. Um, protein shake as well um they have vitamins they have everything you need and i love all of their products ready to shake up your protein ritual our listeners get 10 percent off during your first three months at ritual.com slash brain candy ritual even offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100 percent in love visit ritual.com slash brain candy today for 10 percent off your first three months goes right to your door what are you what are you waiting for people? i love that too yeah. i never remember and the like you can't really get good protein powder at a lot of like grocery stores no. or things like that because I also am really sensitive to the animal products in it. It'll make me like break out. Yeah, no. And so I need the plant-based one. Yeah. It is so nice That's to have the it ticket. Delivered. I never want to think about that stuff. Exactly. I there you go. I agree more. Yeah. Um, as I was saying, Emily Lewis, um, a brainiac who was also on Jeopardy. Yeah, um, we went to see her. Shout out to Emily. <laughs> She sent me or tagged me in an article about illegal baby names. What? In the U.S., which is so funny. Stop it right now. It's true. Um, illegal? What if, what if, what if on that list was Susie? Right. Well, because your mom said. Yes. My mom truly thought she couldn't ah. name me Susan, Susie, so she named me Susan. She's Had to like, be official. can't do that. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. okay so these were ruled illegal by courts within the U.S. I just, this isn't the entire list, but this is some Stop. of them. I can't believe this is actually a thing. I can't either. And like the, okay, the first two, I don't even understand. The first two are king and queen, which seem fine. Isn't Wait there, a sec. are there famous people with those names? For fucking sure there are. What about Latifah? <laughs> Oh, my God. Stop it, Susie. <laughs> but, like, it seems like there actually are some. Are oh, there? There, there? There has to be. Yeah. Like, there, that is King, And King is also a cool first name. Yeah. I would I, – I think I'm down for that. Yeah. You should fight this law. I'm going – and I feel like King, I, I, I think, not even gendered. No. Okay. Either or. Okay. That could be fucking cool. That could be. I don't know where your head is. It's like a boy named Sue. <laughs> it's very similar. A girl named King. The the third is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Is it? Question. Is it? Is, that is a first name? Or you can't do Jesus, middle name, Christ? I don't know. Because Jesus, we, they, come on. Well, right. Jesus is clearly allowed. Clearly, but you can't do... And is it hyphenated, one word? This is written as two words, not hyphenated. And doesn't say Jesus Cristo is off the table, so... Okay. Maybe it's a Just workaround. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. That is so weird. So weird. I mean, who would... I don't know who would name their kid Jesus Christ, but... Somebody. Somebody. 
Like, it seems like, I don't know, like um, Nick Cannon would do that. Oh, my God. Well, he's got so many kids. He's, got, he's running out of names. <laughs> right. There aren't very many left that he hasn't used, list. I'm sure. Right. Okay, the next one I do not understand. It is the Roman numeral for three or III. Why, why? But other Roman numerals yeah. are okay? Yeah. This is completely like Yeah, you're like, I have arbitrary. follow-up questions. Is that the right word? Arbitrary? Well, it, it is appearing to be arbitrary because that's the only Roman numeral listed. Yes. Okay. But I'm it also feels like there's we should hear the rest of the story. Like there must be a reason. There, it, there's always a reason. It's kind of like those instruction or those warnings on things like an iron that yeah. says do not iron while Not-wary. wearing clothes. <laughs> we know some idiot, mm-hmm. one time me, iron <laughs> while wearing clothes. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Okay, next one, Santa Claus. Illegal. Stop it right now. Illegal. This, Emily, yes. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this yes, list. This you. really is a treat. <laughs> it's treat. Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. The next I'm, one makes no sense. But I want to know if it's if you can name somebody Santa. Right. And is it just like if your last name is Claus, you Correct. can't. Right. That would be awesome, though. What if it was because of, like, confusion with the post office? Oh. <laughs> Where do we send this? North is. Pole? <laughs> yeah, like all his mail keeps getting redirected. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that list just shows up every year. <laughs> right. Okay, next one. Oh, God, it's funny. Majesty. I don't believe this. Right. I don't believe it. That's definitely a name. Actually, King, somebody has named their child King Majesty. Garen fucking Teed. King Majesty? Come on. This is a thing. Come on. The next one I can't say, but it's mystery and then the N-word. Uh, well, that I'll agree should be on that list. Yeah. Or, but like all slurs, like what? How about just how, slurs right. aren't allowed? Um, yeah, Adolf Ugh. Hitler not allowed. Oh God! Next one, Messiah. <gasps> Messiah? Yeah, <laughs> I love what? how mad you are. I, I'm I'm more confused. Yeah, right. I'm confused as to is it considered child abuse? It did say um, – Because that's what I'm thinking. It's like what is the – because this has got to be something like down the line it causes like yeah. there's a re- – you know. It says that it, for the next list, which is around the world ones, it said some countries banned them because they're ridiculous or because they can cause children problems in social interactions. Yeah, Which, by I the way, the best be one it. on that list is – from Mexico, and it's not allowed that you could name your kid RoboCop. RoboCop! Stop. <laughs> Which, you know, is hilarious. <laughs> but in the United States, you can name your kid RoboCop? I guess so. Oh, everything is weird. Yeah. And then the at symbol is illegal in the U.S. As it should be. And then the number 1069. <laughs> what? Yes! But regular 69 you can do? That's fine. That's I'm nice. I'm confused. Oh, Lord. What is... Okay, let me tell you other funny ones from the international list. (laughs) This is so crazy. It's so great. I'm going to put the whole thing on my uh, close friends on Instagram because there's too many to name all of them, but they're hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, Susie's close friends 
is gold, by the way. Thank you. Wow, that's high It's praise. the best. Thank you. It really is. Because you, you, you will see photos. I'm, I swear, I'm like, I don't even know how you have so many I know. photos from your road yeah, rules days. I, She's got yeah. photos of all of your favorite old, <laughs> not old, you know. Yeah, oldies but goodies. But I mean, sure. older uh, cast, like. But that's like why I have so many more than you. Because by the time you came around, oh. it was outlawed. Right, we they were like, you're not allowed. Oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I've got a lot of memorabilia. I'll put that on there. Yeah, because it is annoying. Because when I look back and see all those pictures, it is such a joy. And it really bums me out that like on the show you and I did together, I have, oh. I think, two pictures. Yeah. It sucks. Oh my yeah. gosh, in Saudi Arabia, guess what is illegal? What? Linda? No! No! <laughs> yes. No! Yes. No, 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 no. That <gasps> Wait. What a gift. Morocco. What a gift. What? Sarah. No, it's not. Yes. My name illegal in Morocco? I'm so glad I didn't read this until right now because that is hilarious. Wow. I was just talking the other day about how I wanted to go to Morocco. Oh, my God. What if your name's a swear there or something? What if it is? It probably is. You know, that this is kind of – I mean, not – Exactly, but in a in a similar way, why my mom goes by Sarah mm-hmm. in in uh you know like Latin American countries or Spanish speaking countries because it's weird if she goes by Salt, <laughs> right? Right. I wonder what yours translates to in Morocco. What the hell do they speak yeah. there? And mm, I should know that. I, Is it French? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna tell you right now. The official language. Oh, Arabic? Oh, that makes sense. I would have never guessed that. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. At any rate. Interesting. Yeah, that's bonkers. We're going to have to look into why Sarah is illegal there. It's got to be. Now, I wonder also if it's like the pronunciation, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. the word itself doesn't mean anything, but maybe like how it's pronounced sounds like something awful. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And um, the number 007 in Malaysia, not allowed. Mm. They didn't want any. Not allowed. Not allowed. But you know what is allowed? Bond, comma, James Bond. <laughs> that's fine. They're fine with that. <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. that was a funny joke. <sighs> that is a funny joke, and that was a great article. I, that is a remember. real winner. Yeah. Our, our listeners send us some good stuff. <laughs> they know what we like. Yeah, they do. Okay, moving on. Thank you, Emily. Um, I read a wonderful article in the Atlantic, um, that I will tell you about after I tell you why Best Fiends is so awesome. Oh my goodness. My, you know, what's funny before I even get into that, I went and looked at my screen time. It was down a little bit, uh, probably cause I was camping, but you know what is in my top three <laughs> Best Fiends for real, for real, That's nice. it's how, how I relax and it's how I take brain breaks and decompress. Cause sometimes you need a little bit of a brain break in between something like, you know, a bunch of clients in a row or like when I have a little bit of time after lunch, I just like to have a quick little brain break. That's what I call it. Cause it's like just the right amount of like puzzle and well brain and candy so to speak it is yeah 100 percent that yeah it's an exciting puzzle adventure game um and there's all and these... if you log in every day you get better stuff okay right so, that's right like, that's you get, right. like little prizes right so you're incentivized and it's yes. a nice little break and you don't need the internet so you can use it anytime regardless of whether you have a connection or not and 
you kind of work your way up the levels and everyone writes to us and tells us what level they're on and all that jazz because yeah. it's just fun and a little challenge. So fun. Um, but you've earned your fun time. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free, plus earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach <sighs> level 5. That's friends want that. without the R, Best Fiends. Okay. So the article was in The Atlantic and it was um, about teenage girls' fandom, you know, kind of like Beatlemania. Um, oh, I this was band. a while back, yes? No, this one's a new one. Oh, but I, okay, okay. I have – this has been on my mind so much lately because you remember, you know, like on May the 4th, I put on my Insta story, like, I cannot believe those dorks got a whole day to talk about Star Wars because yes. it really grinds my gears that things that boys obsess right. over, they just continue obsessing over into adulthood and everyone thinks it's fine and normal at like Comic-Con, right. all the cosplay, LARPing, right. all that stuff. Right. They buy the toys and the bobbleheads and the collectibles and blah, blah, blah. and like if a girl was like that about Justin Bieber from the age of 12 till death – People would put her into a mental hospital. You're correct. And it really bothers me how uh-huh. the framing has been that girls, little girls are hysterical and, you know, crazy and there's no, like, um, substance to it. But when boys are into something, it's like a hobby. He loves Star Wars or comic books or what baseball yes. cards. And um, so anyway, there's a book coming out about it, which I'm going to choose for my July book club pick. Oh, yes. And, but this article was based on that upcoming book. And so it was talking about how, like, nobody ever considered, like, what are these girls really screaming about? Like, what? Yes. it's always just assumed it meant nothing. And they're just crazy. And it's like mental illness almost. Like, that's what, what, how it's framed. Right. And right. Then, With, like, the Beatles mania. Yeah. And then, like, passing out. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of the people writing about Beatle mania were men. You know? Like, back then, that's uh-huh. who journalists were, just white men. And so... That's a good point. You know, it was just dismissed and diminished. And, you know, it seemed... It seemed like there was the, the fandom, but then there was the yeah. myth-making around that hysteria and it was associated with feminine excess working class people people of color people whose emotions were seen as out of control and they never sort of acknowledged the the way that oftentimes these girls consume stuff but then they create from it like they make art and they make um, little fan clubs where there's a community and in jokes and stories from the concerts, but they're just portrayed as like empty vessels. Yep. You know, I, I had read, and this was something that I had put in my like list of things to talk about a long time ago. Cause I read, I want to say in like the beginning of the year, read this article in Vogue that was called, it's time we stop treating fangirls as pop culture's favorite punchline. Mm-hmm. And it talked about how, how about another example, sports? Mm-hmm. Like those guys are going fucking crazy for their teams and like all that and like, like but if you have lunatics. a woman doing it to yeah like they painting paint their face right. paint their stomach but if somebody did that to 
right, like Justin Bieber or you'd truly you'd be like Sarah. She's nuts. For as much as I, I do not like the whole Kardashian thing. Think about the way that media and men talk about the Kardashians mm-hmm. and compare it to how we talk about like fucking Mark Hamill from Star Wars or, you know, any of these sports mm-hmm. people, also known as athletes, sports people. <laughs> you know, like there's yeah. just this reverence that is placed around anything that men are into and that just right. does not exist. Like they have lightsabers, grown men. <laughs> and I know some of the women listening are like, yeah, my husband has one of those or whatever. And that's fine. But like, why can't we extend that same, you know, reverence yeah. to whatever women are into? Yeah. And the problem isn't, and, and I can hear some women out there going, but I'm into Star Wars and I like doing all that. Yes, totally. That it, it's, it's, but it's feels like we have to ask some questions when, the only time women are allowed to partake mm-hmm. in the fandom is when it's a male-approved yeah, like subject matter. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Whenever it's so. almost entirely women and gays, gay men, it's totally dismissed and flattened yeah. into like, cuckoo, what's wrong with them? Yeah. They're so weird. Right. And I'm, right. I'm wound up about it. So I'm excited to read that book. Um, I wish I could remember. It's like everything I need... Oh, I forget what it's called. It's by uh, Caitlin Tiffany. Um, but anyway, I just think yeah. that's worth thinking about. And whenever May the 4th ha- comes around, I'm always like, oh, no, not this again. Like, yeah. do we really have to keep saying May the 4th be with you? Please. <laughs> Please stop it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, maybe Dahlia can put the do article you think, in the Do you think newsletter. people just love hopping on a... A like I don't know what feels like a we're all in a giant meme together. You mean by making fun of wait by like no may the fourth be with you kind oh. of thing in the same way they do like everybody yeah posts that that oh. on May first don't say it I know <laughs> totally I of course I know social media has brought that whole thing on and that can be fun community too. Where you just like post puns and silly stuff, whatever. I'm yeah. personally not into it, but if we're going to let a certain group of people do it without consequence, then yeah. maybe let everybody do it. And you know, and then I just pulled up this article too, and, and one of the things it talks about is like the gender disparity between the world of fans. And I didn't even think about this. How about like okay, the the first article or first sentence of this article is why are young women screaming at a one direction concert seen as hysterical mm-hmm. but grown men screaming at their inanimate tvs rioting and causing millions of dollars of damage seen as part of being a sports fan? yeah well and this is what yeah, we see like every that. time a woman runs for office women are too emotional well that's only because oh. certain emotions oh. are seen as less than right. and certain like rage that's fine like the fact that men commit all these murders, mass murders, whatever, it's just like accepted that, and never commented on how that's emotion, ding dong. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Hello. Hello. But women oh are too emotional to run for office. How, did you see Trump? Anyone? No? And I, when I was married, lived in a house where fucking Sports Center was on all the time in the background and you want to hear like 
the most annoying arguments and everybody's arguing all the time. Mm-hmm. And then like these men are like, oh, women, they just on television. They're just like on uh, oh, Desperate Housewives. They're just all mm-hmm. so catty and they're just all yelling at each other and arguing all the time. Have you seen SportsCenter? Right. That's all they do. Even fucking fantasy football. I mean, these people are invested. Yes. Very invested. So it's only fair that we allow women to be invested in the things that they want to be invested in without shitting on them. Right. That's it. We're just saying we want everybody to be able to be cuckoo crazy. Everyone should be allowed to be garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so oh, that gosh. winds me up. I get real mad about it. Well, I and that. I mean, this is not related, but it's in the same uh, patriarchal vein, which is mm-hmm. that the New York Times had done a... Um, the, patriarchal, the patriarchal vein just makes me picture a dick. Ew! <laughs> Totally. <laughs> oh, God, Susie, Ew. those two words together painted an image in my mind that I... Ugh. Okay, that's oh, funny. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to have to get past this. Um, okay. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The New York Times ran an article about how, you know how historically we've been taught that women are girl baby baby girls are born with however number of eggs in their womb that they will ever have and that's how it goes and then they slowly deplete over time and then menopause is when all the eggs are gone and then you're you can just die now um (laughs) and they (laughs) it turns out that they do not think that that is true anymore that there is evidence now that women do keep creating eggs um, throughout their what? lifetime. And it would kind of make more sense that we did. Yeah. Well, because other animals do. And oh, we don't know shit about all. Yeah. And so there's a, a theory that maybe the cells that nourish the eggs um, pump out hormones to the rest of the body, but they may be too damaged to continue doing that after a certain point. Kind of like how men's sperm becomes less potent over time. Due to hormonal changes and things like that. It's basically the exact same process for women as for men. But like the medical, a lot of the people, oldies but goodies or oldies but shitties in the medical community uh, do not want to accept this. And that this article was claiming that most of the reason for that is because this is the, you know, narrative that we've been told is that women get to a certain age and then they're basically worthless sacks of bones Mm -hmm. that need to be put out to pasture 
<sighs> and that the idea that they still are vital and creating eggs it goes against that narrative. Right. Ooh. And that's a real problem with a lot of what happens in the medical community is that they, so much. just like anyone else, buy into stereotypes and, you know. The same goes with people of color. Yeah, and right. It's even in the worse. Medical, way worse. Yeah, for women of color and people of color. And the things that have been written about and, oh, with like pain tolerance, things like that. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It's fucking awful. Well, I remember when you were in a relationship with someone and they were, they needed, they were going to have surgery or something mm-hmm. and they were just like, Hey, do you want some Vicodin? And like gave them like a gazillion Vicodin. Yep. And I got yelled at in that situation because I, in that moment was like, aren't you going to assess for prior history of addiction? Right. You didn't even ask any questions. Right. My ex was like, Shh. And, and like, I was like that, you just prescribed 60 Vicodin, like something that is a like. Absolutely addictive, highly addictive. Two weeks on that shit, you are addicted. And like, have you ever tried to get painkillers when you needed them? Good luck. Yeah. They're like, if you were a woman and were like, oh, I have, yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. So there's just, you know, that's not great. So maybe you're producing eggs and you're just as vital and you should take that with you as a walk down the street, hold your head high. You are a fertile egg-making machine. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, okay, moving Just don't on. name any of those eggs that come out Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> or off to jail you go. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. I, I Good did, stories. Get me real worked up about that patriarchal. Yeah, I, I'm mad about it all the time. This is like where I vent, you know? I read a really cool book on addiction called Never Enough. Oh, interesting. And I would recommend it to anyone if you're curious about how addiction works physiologically, like what is going on in your body and your brain, you know, during that process leading up to and during addiction. Because it's mm-hmm. it's always, mm. even though I love intervention and documentaries about addiction and stuff, it always feels very mysterious, like, because... Um, well, it's hard to relate if you don't have... yeah. Those addictive kind of behaviors or tendencies. Well, and it does sometimes feel like this person drinks a lot, but then they can just stop and never drink again and no problem. And then other people like struggle their whole lives with addiction and and the desire to consume and what what maybe causes that. But anyway, one thing that I just wanted to mention from the book that really struck me and touches upon something we've already talked about. Do you remember when you talked about how, let's say you drink... A glass of wine every day at home for dinner. Mm-hmm. Your body has one reaction, but if you go out to a concert and have a glass Correct. of wine, your bo- you become more inebriated you become than you would habituated to the location. Yeah, that your body... And the environment in which you do the drug. Right. So our bodies like are so cool that mm-hmm. they want you to be totally balanced all the time. Your body's like just doing its best to make everything regulate properly. But then we inject, in this case, a poison in the form of alcohol, Mm -hmm. and your body has to work to balance out the effects of that. And so if you do it every day, your body knows it's coming. And you're in the setting, you always do it. Your body's like, okay, she's about to get that wine. And your body starts producing these chemicals to counteract 
the poison you're about to drink. Yep. Okay. Before you've even taken a sip. Before you've taken a sip. You're, yeah, your body's like, oh, no, you don't, Susan. Right. Okay. Okay, here we go. Mounting my defense. Uh Uh-huh. So then, like, you know, when you go out to a bar and it's a different setting, then your body's, like, caught by surprise. So you might get drunker than you would at home. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting when it described the way that that worked with coffee because it's the same process. Oh, yeah. And like, oh my god, that's why everybody likes to go through their drive-throughs and like, okay, like, okay, interesting. We all know that you can be addicted to caffeine. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not news. But the way that she described how that feeling when you first start drinking coffee in your life and that fun jolt you get from the caffeine. Yeah. You know, your body starts to have the same reaction where it's like knows you're going to put that in there and it wants to counteract it. And so that thing where eventually if you keep drinking it, you have that feeling of like, don't talk to me before my coffee. Uh-huh. That is literally because you're addicted. So in order to feel normal... You have oh to have my coffee. Oh, gosh. So it balances you out because yeah. it's already d- the stuff before. And you- Oh, my and gosh. so at that point, you are just getting yourself to the point that you used to feel <gasps> without coffee at all. That's why we have to... to you have to have breaks. Like, take breaks. Yeah. Yeah. If you want that jolt still. Yeah. Yeah. What do they call them? They call... Oh, they, they, people who like smoke weed do this all the time. They call them tolerance breaks. Yes, right, and that makes sense. You take sense. a tolerance break. So you're like, ah, oh, I'm building up a little bit of a tolerance to this. And- yeah, and it's a real thing. And that in, in the same way that, you know, when you hear a drug addict say, like, they're just chasing the high of that first time and that they, ooh, you're, ooh. you're literally never going to feel that way again. Never, e- ever, After ever, you've ever, had ever. it one time, y- yeah. your body is different after that. Right. Right. It's, you know, it's like I say when my clients, we, it's like we have a file cabinet inside of our brain. And when we have experiences, our mind creates a file for that. And then it fills the file with information from its previous experiences from, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's the, that's where it then, this is what it goes to. So before they ever did that drug, there was no file for methamphetamine. Yeah. Then they do the drug. And it's like, we've just created a methamphetamine file. Mm-hmm. And now we fill it with all of this and da-da-da. And when the very first page of that file is, I don't know, whatever the experience was. And yeah, I don't know why. Meth, meth just seems like the <laughs> scariest one. So I chose that. <laughs> so, well, yeah. and then I watched a uh, documentary called Her, Her Name Was Betty. It was, it's on Amazon Prime, but it's really old. And so it, it's you could make a better TikTok video now. But at the time, you know, when they made it, it it was normal level of documentary. But one of the things that was in that one that was shocking to me was they were trying to point out how women in particular are at a much higher risk of addiction to alcohol and the reasons why that is. And one of the the things that they mentioned was when a man is an alcoholic, nine out of 10 times his partner stays with him. Oh my God. And when a woman is an alcoholic, nine out of 10 times he leaves. Isn't that amazing? Exact opposite. I mean, that doesn't talk about why they're more likely to be addicted, but I I just couldn't believe that particular statistic. Well, 
if a lot of the things that are the normal daily duties and responsibilities yeah. are handled by the woman, right? And it's then the guy can be an alcoholic and not, and it doesn't disrupt the functioning of the house. That really should show mm-hmm. the all an impact that a woman has in the functioning of a family for fuck's right. sake. And when she no longer serves that, wow, role, Susie, coming strong yeah. with the patriarch, like anti-patriarchy episode. This is hot, right? hot, hot, hot. And they, I mean, they were trying to make the point of why it's so much more stigmatized for a woman to be an alcoholic than a man. And I think it's what you're saying, where if you no longer offer those sort of stereotypical yes. things that the female right. tends to bring to a household, you could, you might as well just hit the, hit the bricks. Oh, you can't you're remember useless. to do the laundry and fold the laundry and, mm-hmm. you know. But the guy's never doing that anyway, so. No, no. Not never. Not all hashtag not all right. men. Right. Um right. but yeah, I thought that was shocking. Wow, 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 wow. That is about. really fascinating. But I do recommend that book, Never Enough is what it's called. It's really good if you're interested. I think if somebody is maybe even dealing with feelings of addiction or beha- or addictive behaviors themselves, I think anytime we can raise our awareness of what creates that, what causes that, then we can make the change that we mm-hmm. want to make. I think like I always think about our book Habit, The Power of Habit yeah. and how knowing how habits are created. Yeah, it's empowering. Made it so I was able to change habits or create new habits that I have been wanting to change or create for 35 years. Mm. Really? And you're probably like, "But you're 36." Yes, because we read this last year and I've been doing it for a year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it's really I find it really empowering to learn how the brain works because then yes. if you want to avoid something or produce something, then you know how to do yeah. so. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Let's wind it mm. down. Men suck. Except you, Jared. <laughs> I know you're listening. Jared always writes to us afterwards and oh, says like yeah. what, whether he likes the episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just so sweet and supportive. He really loves you, yeah. Sarah. I know you're his favorite. I know. Oh, yeah. it's so nice. It's so we talk nice. on Instagram. It's great. That's <laughs> so. so sweet. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, men suck except, except Jared. Um, Ricky Gervais needs to uh, stop whining. But listen to Joy Coy's. Mm-hmm. Sarah, Joel, you, Joe you Coy's will love video. that special. I hope you watch it because you will I die laughing. Wait. Yes. So funny. I was thinking about you, Suze. The other night I went out to dinner with this guy I'm dating and his friend who does some stand-up mm-hmm. and like and. It is so fun to go out with people who understand like the anatomy of a joke because the jokes are so good. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's like when you and I are together. It's like great. It's like like I the best. always felt like I didn't really care too much about anything my son turned out to be, but I really wanted him to get the joke of life. Yeah, well, he does, and not only does he get the joke of life, he also gets straight A's. <laughs> Right, so. but I that is less important to me than just like really understanding how life is so bizarre yes. and silly. Yes, he gets it. Yeah, um, and then some names are illegal. Turns out Peg Meister <sighs> isn't a big dum dum after all. <laughs> and um, oh gosh, Susie, nowhere on that list, huh? No, but bad. Sarah. Wow, illegal in Morocco. If anybody knows why, please. Let me know. Yeah, I wonder if Moroccans even are aware of that. It might be one of those weird laws that, like, nobody even knows. Right, like you can't eat ice cream on Sunday yes. while walking a donkey in, like, the state of some uh, something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and teenage girls' fandom should be, you know, yes. not dismissed. 
not dismissed. And then right. maybe you, should maybe you need a well coffee break. Event. And I don't mean like to take a break to drink coffee, but a break from drinking oh coffee. Oh, my God. For real. I did that once. And how'd it go? I did it for a, oh, how long was it? 12 weeks. 12 weeks. Really? And when I had, yeah, it was that 12-week body take back mm, that yeah, I did yeah. with my friend mm-hmm. Ashley. It was so good. I was never in better shape and like just felt so, and had so much energy mm-hmm. not drinking coffee, which was the crazy thing because I like reset my system. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, and then I had a cup of coffee and I thought my heart was going to explode. Yeah, that's, I'm not into that. I'm, I was like, I this is a coffee. fucking drug. I couldn't believe it. I, I like, I really, I felt like if I did a push up, I would push the entire earth down and I would just stay still. You, like, I felt like, like, like ah, my body is so out of control, like, like, so powerful and like weird and like, oh, it was so crazy. Yeah, I've never been into coffee because of that. Like, to me, it makes me feel like shaky. Yeah. Um, like, as you know, I will have a, a can of Diet Coke or a cup of tea, but coffee is just too much for me. She says, I say, as I drink my coffee. Yeah, what are you at now? Like, mm-hmm. what is your daily intake, would you say? Uh, Two cups? No, it's usually one. It's maybe, it's probably one cup if I'm at home. Here's what my problem is, is that I, uh, it's probably good that I do this because it keeps me from drinking a lot of coffee. I uh, fill up my coffee forget about it. It gets cold. I mm-hmm. put it in the microwave. I put the microwave on for one minute, 30 seconds. Then I forget about the mi- cup and the coffee in the microwave. Then I go back to it at about 1130 and I go, oh my God, my coffee. And then I reheat it. And then I forget about that again. So, you know, by the time four o'clock rolls around, maybe I've gotten through a cup. So it's like because, a slow drip all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but, but the other day when, fine. uh, yeah, one is fine for me. The other day, uh, um, I went on mountain biking for the first time and we had breakfast in the morning and you know, they just come by yeah, and they're like, up. you want to refill? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Right. Cause it's so nice to be sitting here and like, you know, looking at the river while I'm drinking. It's hard to resist that. Ooh, So romantic. And, uh, four cups of coffee later, my heart rate was 170 on the trail and I was definitely thrown up because that like my, you know, you know how I am if you've ever seen any challenges on MTV. Uh, yeah, your girl will, is a puker. So I, I will not be combining uh, uh, anaerobic activities with uh, caffeine in the future. Wow. Lesson learned. Lesson Remember the last learned. time you did that? Do I? Houston, we have a problem. Oh my God, Suze, I'm so fucking lucky it wasn't the other direction. You know how far away a porta potty was? You would have seen, I would have become fucking Lance Armstrong. <laughs> You'd be like, where'd she go? Woo! Zoom! I would take it off so fast in that bicycle. Please. Right? I feel Houston, like you we have, quit, oh my God. Just like not even resting my ass on the seat. Stuff. Please, please. What? Quit drinking coffee before I know. These What's wrong with me? Yeah, oh, it's, 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 it's nerves. It's, and so what my, my genius idea is doing, drinking a thing that like literally makes you more anxious. Sarah, Sarah, oh, man, Sarah, no, let this be, the, let this be the last time. This is not, this, now we know, now, now we, we know. know, see, we're informed. Awareness is everything. Awareness creates change. I hope you Put guys uh, leave us a five-star review. Yes. Tell a friend, buy some merch. We love yeah, that. I am I am drinking my coffee out of my Brain Candy Podcast mug. They are good mugs. Love. They are good. And it's it's larger than a regular mug. So 
then I could just say I had yeah. one cup. But. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh. All right, people. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.